Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Turn with me in your Bibles uh, back to the book of Revelation. We are very close to the end of, of our study of the book of Revelation. And this is a time of year in which a lot of people are uh, celebrating, rejoicing, reveling at uh, uh, the things that are going on. Uh, this year, though, it's been kind of different, kind of strange, kind of unusual because of the year that we've had. Uh, to uh, more than anything, I think people are going to celebrate uh, in a couple of nights uh, the end of 2020 rather than the beginning of 2021. People are going to be celebrating the fact that we're no longer in the year 2020 uh, as much as uh, things have been going uh, one way or another, uh, I think uh, uh, prevalently uh, people are ready for 2020 to be over. It's been a, a challenging and difficult year for so many. Uh, and so uh, one of the things that you do at the end of the year, uh, the beginning of a new year, is you celebrate. Uh, a lot of people uh, celebrate with fireworks. Some people uh, celebrate with having a big party. Other people celebrate just with their family uh, together. Uh, and for a lot of people, the celebration uh, originated around the fact that people were celebrating the fact that we had come through another year. Uh, come through the trials and difficulties and struggles. And uh, for many years, uh, we haven't really had that many struggles and trials. Sure, we've had uh, wars in the Gulf and we've had uh, uh, family members maybe or distant family members that were in the military going off to foreign places and foreign countries, but nothing like uh, the world wars that, that occurred in the uh, 40s and, and nothing like the the uh, wholesale uh, destruction of society and, and potentially the world uh, that were going on in other ages. And this year has come the closest to uh, a worldwide uh, shift in uh, uh, population, shift in uh, uh, the way in which things have always gone. And so people are very ecstatic about the fact that 2020 may be uh, uh, only hours away from ending and hoping that, that maybe 2021 will be uh, much better than 2020. Uh, and we come to chapter 19 of Revelation and there's a celebration going on here in this chapter and, and it's kind of fitting that we uh, celebrate uh, in our study of the book of Revelation uh, as we come close to the end of, cha of 2020. And it says, And after these things, chapter 19, verse 1, And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, 
uh, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Uh, For true and righteous are His judgments, and He hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and hath avenged the blood of His servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and the twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen and Alleluia. And the voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye His servants, and ye that fear Him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude as the voice of many waters and as the voice of the mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Uh, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and His wife hath made herself ready. So this evening we look at the beginnings of chapter 19 and we see a great celebration. In fact, uh, if you uh, this word hallelujah is a word that is uh, really untranslatable. This is as it is in the Greek. Uh, it is a uh, a direct translation from the Greek into uh, English. Uh, letters. This is not a translation of a word that that is very different from the Greek. It is a direct translation. Alleluia doesn't translate anything other than Alleluia. It's just a a form of praise. In fact, uh, this is a word that we always have uh, have uh, related to celebration, and yet this is the first time in the Bible that we see it. We see it several times right here, but this is a word that is so uh, uh, associated with praising God uh, that we're almost uh, startled to realize that this is the first time that it's appeared in the New Testament, uh, anywhere in the Bible, uh, is right here at the very end, tail end of the Bible, almost to the very end of the book of Revelation. It is the very first place in which we see it, and we see it used several times, but uh, the sentiment is not new. In fact, as we begin to think about the reason for the praise and we think about the reason for why everyone is rejoicing, we have to really uh, uh, not begin here, but rather uh, begin uh, quite earlier in uh, the book of Revelation. In chapter 4, we notice that as the first scenes of heaven, uh, when we come upon the throne of God, we see the elders, uh, are, uh, no, excuse me, the, the beasts surrounding uh, the throne of God, and, and uh, continually they are saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. They're worshiping God and they're uh, praising God around the throne and and it is uh, incessant the the praising of God they're saying holy 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 and so we see a foreshadowing of this event at the end of chapter of the book of revelation in that very first 
uh, appearance of it in chapter 4. Then you skip over uh, to, I believe it's chapter 5, and we see another uh, instance in which we see the throne of God, and we see not just uh, the four beasts that surround the throne, but we see the 24 elders. And it says that as they are surrounding the throne of God, they're overcome by the presence of God, and they fall on their faces and cast their crowns before God, and they continually worship God, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. And they are praising God and worshiping God and, and exalting God for what is uh, coming there so in, in such anticipation for this event that's happening in chapter 19. And we see throughout the book of Revelation there are multiple instances in which uh, we read in which there is great praise that is going up to God and the great praise is coming because God is is about to establish his kingdom. God is about to uh, is about to destroy the 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 hold that Satan has had on the earth and uh, and all of creation and God is about to bring about his rule and his reign. And so uh, all of creation is rejoicing, all of the people of God, all of the, uh, those who've gone on before us, all the heavenly beings are rejoicing and celebrating and, and lifting their voices to praise God because they are anticipating this moment in chapter 19. This moment in which God establishes His uh, kingdom and, and God is bringing about the justice that has resulted in the fall of Babylon, the judgment of Babylon, the fall and, and the judgment that is about to take place of Satan uh, himself and all those who follow after him. And so God is about to bring about his rule and reign and the marriage of the lamb and uh, the, bride, the bridegroom and, uh, of, of God and the bride of Christ, the lamb and the bride coming together, this great marriage feast that is about to happen, uh, it, there's a great celebration that occurs. And so it's important for us to understand uh, the significance of the celebration. It, it is a way in which we see that God is bringing about His righteousness and His judgment. Uh, look back at this passage of Scripture. And, and after it says, And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven singing hallelujah. This is, this is all of creation, all those people who follow after God throughout all of creation, throughout all of time, are there assembled before God and they are rejoicing to God. They're saying, uh, singing praises to God and they're singing hallelujah to God. This is, this is like Handel's uh, Messiah in which uh, we hear the whole force of the choir that is singing uh, hallelujah, the hallelujah chorus. Uh, if you've never heard it uh, done by a, a massive choir, you've missed out. But it is, is, it, is uh, it was Handel's desire to to bring about the sound of what uh, the the uh, uh, the writer here is experiencing here in chapter nineteen, he's hearing uh, the heavenly host singing Alleluia. 
Why are they singing uh, praises to God? Because salvation and glory and honor and power are due unto God. Uh, salvation, God's plan of salvation that God has been working towards and uh, delivering to mankind, salvation that God has been building and, and been working towards to bring uh, uh, salvation to mankind is it, it, it's complete when we accept Jesus Christ into our heart and life. It was complete on the cross when Jesus Christ uh, said it is finished. It was complete uh, when all of those things uh, occurred uh, it, for humanity to receive salvation. But this is salvation completed. This is uh, the time in which God not only has delivered people from the judgment of sin, but this is the point in time in which God brings deliverance ultimately to, uh, to mankind through the elimination of sin, the elimination of all that which is uh, contrary to, to Jesus Christ, contrary to God. And so God is finally uh, at this point uh, uh, bringing to a culmination of His salvation plan uh, His glory and honor and power on display in this salvation plan because it's God's glory, honor, and power that are uh, on display as He brings uh, judgment upon uh, sin. He brings judgment upon Satan. He brings judgment upon uh, the beast and uh, the... Uh, the dragon, uh, everything that has been going on, all this that has been happening. Babylon is being destroyed, which is the symbolic symbol, uh, uh, symbolic center of all of, of humanity and mankind's uh, uh, desire to thwart the plan of God. God is bringing it all to an end. And God is, is, is displaying His power and might. He's displaying His, uh, His glory and His majesty. Now, throughout the Bible, we have seen glimpses of God, glimpses of the power and the might of God. Glint, uh, we saw uh, the power and the might of God on display uh, through creation. And uh, wow, what an amazing display of His power. What an amazing uh, uh, showing of, of God's ability to simply speak into existence all that is. I mean, it's incredible what mankind is able to do uh, when, uh, you know, you see maybe a, a piece of land that's nothing but uh, some dirt and some trees that have been knocked over and, and cleared out. And they go in there and you come back uh, a couple of weeks later and they've built something there and it looks like it's always been that way. Uh, we're able to do a lot, but it's nothing compared to the creativity the, uh, and the uh, creation power of God that simply spoke everything into existence. And that is just a glimpse of the power and the might of God. We saw a glimpse of the power and the might of God when God addresses Moses on Mount Sinai. And, and uh, Moses says, can I see your face? Can I see your glory? And God says, you can't see me without what? And still live. You can't see me and still live. And so what does God do? He places Moses in the 
in the hollow of the mountain and covers him with his hand and passes by. And as he goes by, he allows his hand to move away. And uh, Moses is able to see a glimpse of the glory of God as he passes by, but he doesn't see the full glory of God. And when he came, came down off the mountain, what happens? Uh, the people saw the glory of God radiating over, off of Moses to the point where they said, Hey, Moses! Cover your face. It's too much. We can't handle seeing the glory of God. You've got to go away. Uh, don't show us the full glory of God that's just simply radiating off of the face of Moses. And so we don't see a full view of, of the glory of God. And in the prior chapters, we see the throne of God. We see uh, uh, the, the evidence of the presence of God. But here we see the full glory and might and majesty of God on display as He eliminates completely sin. As He has victory over uh, the devil. As all the things that have been destroying God's creation are finally eliminated and God's uh, creation is as it should be. This is the point in time in which uh, God is righting all the wrongs that have been taking place as a result of sin. He says, For true and righteous are His judgments, for He hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornications and hath uh, avenged the blood of His servants at her hand. And so here we see God's judgment coming upon all that is wrong and all that is destructive in in sin and the uh, remember what we talked about uh, this representing. This represents all uh, remember we talked about how every time in the Bible that God wanted to truly help us to understand uh, how he felt about uh, what Israel was doing. He used the image of, of a man uh, stepping out of the bonds of his marriage and having uh, a relations with, with uh, a prostitute, having relation, uh, fornication with, uh, with a streetwalker, a, a, a lady of the night. And, and here God uses this image uh, as a, uh, a way of showing, uh, talking about uh, the, the corruption of, of the worship of other gods, worshiping idols and worshiping uh, uh, other gods. And so God here uh, is bringing judgment upon all that draws mankind away from Him judgment upon all that that has caused mankind to to worship uh, anything or anyone other than himself and so God is bringing judgment upon this corruption and is destroying that that influence upon mankind and and this is again another reason another cause for great celebration another reason for great uh, adoration to God hallelujah is is a uh, uh, an utterance of, of complete uh, worship of God. And so uh, we, we see this, uh, this uh, throwing out of, of great um, worship of God, this hallelujah chorus of, 
unprecedented nature. Uh, it's because God is having His judgment fall upon that which has corrupted mankind. Uh, and again, they said, Alleluia, uh, uh, because the judgment of God was coming upon uh, the, the great fornication, the great uh, fornicator uh, with mankind. And it says, And the four and the twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God uh, that sat on the throne, singing Amen and Hallelujah. Again, we see uh, the very inner core of, of humanity and the angels, the creation of God, all that God has created, the, uh, the created beast uh, being an image of the, of the creation of God that, that uh, is the domain of, of heaven. And we see the 24 elders, all those that represent uh, mankind that are all around the throne of God. We see them uh, falling down on their faces and worshiping God. Why? Because God is bringing judgment and righteousness. He's bringing order to all that is. And He, and he is showing His great power and might. Verse 5 says, And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye His servants, and ye that fear Him, both small and great. Uh, and so there comes a, a heavenly decree that all of mankind should worship God and praise Him. And of course we uh, see that this is not the, the point of the great white throne of judgment in which all of uh, humanity will kneel before Jesus Christ and uh, pronounce Him uh, uh, King of kings and Lord of lords. This is not this occurrence. Uh, this is uh, simply the adoration of God. Uh, for all that He is doing to worship God and praising Him for all of creation, not just humanity, but every, every uh, a created being uh, to worship God and to, uh, to praise God, uh, both those who reside in heaven and God's servants and all those who fear God. It is a point in time in which God is worshipped and praised. And then it says in verse 6, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters, and as the voice of the mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. And so we have um, several represented here. The great multitudes. Uh, the Bible here paints an image uh, uh, several times of great multitudes or a sea of great, a great multitude of people. Uh, and we see all uh, that is, is a, uh, as an example of all of humanity that follows after God. So uh, uh, that's the first group that we see here. The second group is uh, uh, um, indicated by the next line it says, And the voice of many waters is the voice of mighty thunderings. So who has this always been? This has always been uh, uh, the Godhead. Every time throughout the book of Revelation when it says uh, that uh, they have heard uh, many waters 
uh, great thunderings. It's always been a prelude to the, the appearance of, uh, of uh, a member of the Trinity, the Godhead. Um, and in other portions of Scripture uh, throughout the Bible, we've had this also uh, an indication of the voice of God. And so what we have here is, I think, uh, uh, other members of the Trinity uh, ex- expressing reverence to God the Father. Now, that's hard for us to understand because we don't split ourselves into three parts, and we're not uh, three, but uh, this has always been uh, a reference. This this uh, descriptor has always been a reference to God. And so uh, uh, we had, while Jesus was on earth, we had Jesus praying to God. When we had Jesus on earth, he was uh, saying that he was in obedience to the Father. When he had, uh, when we show uh, see Jesus on earth, we have instances in which uh, Jesus Christ uh, uh, basically submits to the will of the Father. So throughout uh, the New Testament, in in those instances, we have uh, Jesus Christ showing reverence to God the Father as a member of the Trinity Himself. Uh, and so I, I believe this is a, also a, a reference to uh, 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 Jesus Christ or part of the Godhead showing reverence to God the Father. Uh, this is, is an outpouring of praise for uh, God, uh, for what is happening and for the accomplishment of what is happening. And, he say, and, and the voice says, Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth, and so we have uh, uh, all voices in heaven rejoicing at the uh, righteousness of God, rejoicing at the power and the might and the glory of God, rejoicing and uh, uh, celebrating uh, uh, the judgment of God, and and what what we talked about was is that this is a culmination. Of, of God's work of salvation for man, humanity and for righting the injustices and the wrong of sin, uh, sin on the earth. And that's something that Jesus worked towards as He was on earth. That was His goal and that was His, uh, and, uh, his uh, focus was of being obedient to God the Father and bringing salvation to humanity and mankind. And, and so what we have here is a rejoicing of God, a rejoicing of, of all of creation, a rejoicing of humanity, uh, as well as all creations of God, rejoicing and praising God and, and giving glory to God for His, uh, His uh, bringing about His righteousness and judgment. And throughout Revelation, we've been highlighting uh, not just the judgments of God, but uh, highlighting all throughout the book of Revelation that God's uh, grace and mercy was on display. From the very beginning, uh, I mentioned that this is this book is more than judgment, more than destruction, more than uh, all the things that we typically think about when we see the book of Revelation. Um, and this is the culmination of all of that that God is finally 
uh, bringing about the end of, of His plan of bringing it all together and uh, with the grace and the, and the uh, 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 long-suffering of God uh, brings the continuation of the perversion of, of sin in the world. But here we have the end of sin, the end of, of unrighteousness and the culmination of God's righteousness having uh, reign and full uh, force on all that is. And so it's a time of rejoicing that there's no longer uh, the influence of sin. There's no longer the influence of those things that pull have pulled humanity away from God. And so we see uh, that, that God's uh, the rejoicing that's going on. Boy, if there's anything more compelling for celebration, I can't think of it. All of creation, all of humanity celebrates and rejoices. Kind of puts uh, every other celebration that you might have been a part of uh, to be pale in comparison. You might celebrate the end of uh, a semester in, in college, the end of a year in high school, the end of, of high school as a, as a whole, or even uh, the end of, of uh, a work week, or celebrating the end of uh, a lot of different things. That doesn't come anywhere close to comparing to what God has accomplished and brought about it, in this instance, in chapter 19, it is, uh, and from here on, God is not just uh, simply bringing judgment. He is righting all the injustices and the wrongs that have been happening. We see from this point on the elimination of all of sin, the elimination of all influences uh, that bring about uh, uh, the uh, uh, the sinfulness of mankind and all of God's creation is about to be changed and transformed and and uh, through the creative uh, power of God and the majesty of God it, God is is basically taking everything that sin and the devil has distorted, he's writing it and bringing it back into the right alignment. He is bringing it and making it as it should be. And we'll see in the next uh, couple of chapters uh, how God is doing all of that. And we'll see all of the things that, that get realigned with the culmination of seeing uh, the new heaven and the new earth and getting a view of, of, of finally of mankind. You know, we celebrate Christmas for one reason. It's not because of presents. It's not because of a Christmas tree. It's not because of a ho-ho-ho guy. It's not about any of those things. We celebrate Christmas because it's God dwelling with us, Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, finally coming and being with humanity and with mankind. And we know and we understand that that is the beginning of God bringing salvation to all of humanity. This is a celebration because God is uh, bringing the ultimate end to all that work that was happening when Jesus Christ came and was, uh, was God dwelling amongst us, 
here in chapter 19 of Revelation, we finally begin to get to the point where it's not God dwelling with us, but us dwelling with God. Of us finally being able to be in the presence of God. And what has kept us from doing that all throughout history has been sin and the influence of sin. And God's uh, about to eliminate and destroy uh, all the, the presence of sin in all of creation so that we can, we're no longer separated from God. And we have that opportunity for all of creation to be righted and brought back into a right relationship with God. Um, one of the joys of reading through Scripture uh, in a year is that you get to see the whole uh, an overview of everything uh, by reading through the whole Bible. Uh, one of the things that I've always enjoyed with reading through the Scripture is when I come to the end of the year, I come to this section of Scripture and I'm reading how God is writing all of those things and putting those things in order. And then when January 1st comes along, uh, I'm way back at the first of the Bible in Genesis and in Matthew, and it's I'm able to see that that God is trying to uh, God is finally completing at the end of Revelation of putting mankind back the way it was at the beginning in Genesis one. That's God's desire is that the humanity would be able to dwell with Him and that all of creation will be, uh, as he put it, uh, uh, to see that it's good. And God is desiring to, to see all of creation, all of humanity as good. And he accomplishes that in these last chapters of Revelation. Uh, it's not something that he had to work up to. It's not something that he had to strive for. Uh, it's not an accomplishment in that sense, but it's an accomplishment in that God is finally bringing it to a culmination of eliminating sin and bringing about his full righteousness upon all of creation. That is reason to say hallelujah. Or as uh, this translation says, alleluia. Uh, whether you spell it with an H or with an A, it's the same word. Uh, but it, it is that word that that is an utterance of pure worship of God. And so as we get ready to celebrate the end of a year and the beginning of a new, let us celebrate uh, what God is accomplishing in humanity. In this chapter, uh, in chapter 19 of uh, the book of Revelation, what a thing to, uh, what a time to wait for and a time to, to uh, desire to see to come pass is God's accomplishment of bringing humanity back to a right relationship with Him. <laughs> 